With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Champion and Campion Mundial. 
All the belts they got in Mexico are sitting in my living room. Yes. <laughs> That's why I said literally literally around the globe. You're like the you're like the new age Vader. Remember back in the day when Vader had like seven or eight belts? And like Ultimo Dragon had like seven or eight belts all at once. You're like the okay. modern version of that. There you go. And there, you're right, right, yeah. Much smaller, and uh, uh, I, I'd imagine uh, a lot of people would say um, a little easier on the okay. eyes. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Let's pancake, but the same amount of power slice. There you go. <laughs> power slice, power on, on video games, just power moves, period. Whatever power moves. Indeed. Abs- uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So this is your 15th year in the business. How, how does how does that feel? Next year of our Johnny, Mundo 17, is, uh, you're right, my fifth year in the business. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy because I, when I got into the business, I never thought that I would quit the business. I wasn't in it for the short term. Yeah. But um, I don't know if I ever, like, when I was trying out for Tough Enough back in 2002, thought that 15 years later I'd be uh, <laughs> on your five-year uh, anniversary podcast talking about wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I, I actually feel like I've, I've had a really blessed career, and um, sometimes I I wake up and I feel like a surprisingly healthy. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, uh, I've been feeling really good lately. Uh, I think uh, a lot of the fitness stuff that I've been doing has uh, been keeping me feeling agile, mobile, and hostile. Mm. Borrow a little catchphrase from my buddy Aaron Aguilera. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, what I mean, what's what's different in your training regimen than it was before? Because you've always, you know, had a a good presentation to you uh, physically as far as training is concerned. What have you changed? Well, my my training routine is. I would say uh, stayed similar, but it morphed mostly when I started um, on the road full time with WWE. It's when it changed the most. Mm-hmm. When um, when I was uh, at OVW and in, in college, I felt like I had time to spend four hours in the gym every day, and um, I would work out and martial arts. I would uh, teach myself uh, flips on the trampoline. I'd like work on the rings, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, as I got older and when I was on the road, you don't have that kind of time. I mean, nobody has that kind of time these days, it seems like. So my uh, training got more specific to fit what I was doing, which is to be a professional wrestler. That yeah. is uh, to look good, to perform good, and to feel good. And yeah. so I started doing a lot of functional bodyweight training. And um, I've, I've kept that. And uh, a lot of the stuff that I've been doing now is uh, – is designed to fit a wider umbrella than just specifically um, pro wrestling. Yeah. The, the addition of a lot of uh, boxing, martial arts, and uh, really upping my level with uh, with parkour and stunt choreo. Yeah. It's, it's opened me up a lot. It's, it's actually opened me a lot, opened me up a lot, and increased my ability to perform in wrestling. I believe. Mm-hmm. 
it's funny because I was just about to mention the parkour piece because I, I remember that was a big part of your training regime before. Um, so it's good that you're continuing to do that. So I mean, you've you've had many interviews. You're 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 a very well known person. Uh, you've talked about so many different things in different interviews as far as what where John Morrison came from and you know your time with Eric Bischoff. What are some? What is something about WWE that you don't ever recall telling someone? A very interesting road story about your time with, in WWE. Man, that's a, first of all a good question because you're right. A lot of those other questions you can just Google. Jump <laughs> exactly. And, and you'll get the answer. Because um, I'm, I was thinking about him earlier today. Uh, when I first got on the road with Eminem, um, me and Joey Mercury had a deal that, I mean, it's a basically wrestle law that, like, when you're, when you're on the road with someone, neither person is allowed to sleep. Mm-hmm. And um, we had this uh, this deal with, with me and Joey that uh, if the person driving looks like they're about to go to sleep, the person sitting shotgun is allowed to chop the person. And, <laughs> If you get chopped while you're driving, you're allowed to chop the person back. And it's a, it's a pretty good way to keep awake, to, to wake you up and keep energy going. Um, I don't know. Those are, those are fun little tricks to, uh, to stay awake. And uh, Also, if you're in a car where people are being chopped in the backseat, sometimes we would obligate people riding in the back to chop each other also. <laughs> they're in the car. Uh, that was always a fun one. Yeah. Um, I remember you bringing up a lot of the uh, you bring up the parkour and the training. A lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff that I've been doing is has been shifting to to suit like a a more fast paced acrobatic wrestling style. So mm-hmm. the stuff we're doing in Lucha Underground, and in addition to that, the uh, the stuff that I've been doing personally in entertainment. Um, I, I mentioned to you earlier a movie that I've been working on for the past four years called Boone the Bounty Hunter. And uh, this this movie is specifically about a bounty hunter who does parkour to catch his bounties. And uh, I, I mentioned to you that I, I made this movie, but I don't know if you know the full deal. Like, uh, so I started writing this movie four years ago. Ended up uh, trying to find financing, couldn't find it. Ended up self-financing this thing, which is a which is a dicey business in showbiz, in uh, in movie making. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put a lot of time and and resources into this movie. And um, I've gotten a lot out of it. And the uh, the first year or so that we spent doing action tests and action design and pre-visiting fight scenes for this movie, um, I look at it as uh, the, almost the best way to train. Mm-hmm. That was functional training, learning new parkour moves, and thinking of like goofy ways to integrate parkour and wrestling moves into a movie. And um, if you if you've heard of Boone, you know what I'm talking about. But it's a uh, basically cool ways to use parkour to catch up to people and then hit twisting sentons onto people like Kevin Sorbo or Jonathan Lipnicki <laughs> or uh, celebrities that are booed by Boone the Bounty Hunter. Um, and uh, if you if you haven't seen the trailer to this movie, you should check it out now. It's on YouTube, Boone the Bounty Hunter trailer, and it's also on my Facebook page under John Morrison. And I uh, I don't know if you're going to be going to WrestleMania. If you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you are. But we just announced that on the 
Wrestling Revolver versus Wrestle Circus Midnight Show Sunday night after WrestleMania. I am going to be wrestling as Boone the Bounty Hunter. So if you're going to that show, go out of your way to listen to the Boone the Bounty Hunter theme music. So hopefully some of you guys can sing along while uh, while Boone makes his entrance. Um, nice. We haven't found an opponent yet. So if uh, if you're listening to this and you think you could take Boone, um, DM DM Al or uh, Sammy Callahan and uh, and suggest yourself. But uh, if you do that, make sure to include a tape of you doing some power moves. Nice. Because uh, we're going to need to see those power moves before you get to the job. <laughs> so an open challenge. I like it. Very, very clever. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. I mean, started, yeah. We started as a regular like podcast answer. just morphed into a, an open challenge to the universe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Could be big. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's yeah, awesome. Storbo could be listening. Mr. Z could be listening. Yeah. That would be. That's true. That's very true. I, I get a, a a very very wide uh, arrangement of listeners uh, throughout the show. And actually, a wrestler's retweet uh, me as well. So you never know. Someone someone may. So. We're booking this after midnight show uh, after Mania. Who would you who would you book against Boone the Bounty Hunter? Um, I, I got a I got a buddy of mine. He's an independent wrestler. Uh, his name is okay. Sh- he's, his name is Sean. He goes by Onyx. I interviewed him on my show about five years ago. Um, I interviewed him in 2012, and he still do, does some independent stuff. Uh, when you thought of, when you say power moves, that's the first person I thought of. Um, I could go. I could go. Have you? Yeah, he's he's a good guy. Yeah. We bonded over the fact that before I was even on Tough Enough, my very first ring name at SPW in Sacramento was Johnny Onyx. And when I when I met Onyx, he knew that, and we laughed about it. And I I just was trying to think of something that rhymes with Johnny. And like Onyx kind of did. Yeah. And uh, I, went, I went with it, but it was it was a short-lived Johnny name. One of my one of my many John-based ring names. Yes. Yes. Uh, Mundo is Mundo's cool though. I think I mean I think Morrison was just I think Morrison really fit you know your character, but Mundo was a, a very good alternative for the crowd that you're reaching now primarily. I think I think it's a good fit. Agreed. Um, Originally, it was going to be Johnny World, which I thought was a little bit hard to understand. I mean, sometimes yeah. it's hard for me to say World, like, uh, uh, like you know, if you're, if you're uh, at, like, a Dairy Queen and you want, like, a the World Oreo smoothie, I just made that up. Um, like, <laughs> be sort of patent it. Be sort of patent it. It's hard to say World, which yes. is why I thought Mundo was a better name, and, and you're right, like, uh, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to Mexico um, just about every month. I've got, uh, like we said before, I've got all the belts in Mexico in my living room right now. Mm-hmm. On April 12th, I'm going to St. Louis, where to see the hometown of Alberto El Patron, and um, defending. Uh, no, actually, I'm not I'm not putting up putting any of these belts on the line just yet. But it's going to be me, Kaya, and Kevin Cross taking on Hijo de Fantasma, Arjanes, and uh, the female wrestler that uh, beat Taya at Raider Reyes for the nice. uh, championship. 
Awesome. Ayaka, definitely. Ayaka. Cool. So you so you have your own expedition of gold. Oh yeah, man. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing sometimes. It's like a, you do a promo for like a federation and um, like like QPW coming up uh, April twenty eighth. I needed to set a promo on Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. and um, I was I was looking for the uh, I'm the ultimate champion of QPW, and I was looking for the the Qatar championship belt, and I couldn't find it. It's uh it was tough because there's there's like twelve belts. And they're they're all kind of arranged around the living room, and there's mm-hmm. like the Mondo Lucha belt, the the Five Star Wrestling belt, the Lucha Underground Heavyweight Championship, all those AAA belts. It was really confusing, and then uh, eventually, of course, I found the title. You know, I, I keep it. It was just buried under all those other titles. So, <laughs> you know, I got problems. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's exactly what that is. Uh, very interesting. Yes, I'd imagine they did have the same problem, especially especially transporting those things. Because I know that Ultimo used to carry them, and so I'm, I'd imagine that's a nightmare in the airport. It's uh, I've, I've never traveled with more than one title, um, and I was actually just thinking about that specific problem because uh, in WrestleMania week is coming up. I've got uh, a match at WrestleCon. I've got a Day bash at Glit Nightclub on Friday night. Also, the WrestleCon uh, shows on Friday night, and um, I'm going to be signing Friday, Saturday, and then I'm signing at Barnes and Noble to uh, to get Justin Roberts' book out there into the hands of some wrestling book readers. Nice. Um, but I thought that uh, all those titles would help my presentation. But first of all, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're not allowed to check titles. It's a thing. Um, if you if you check titles, uh, it's, uh, it's not good in like the, the wrestling world of karma. You're mm. not supposed to check your gear. You're not supposed to check titles. But if you try to, usually you, you have like one title, and they pull it out when you're going through the little scanner thing, and they hold it up. I, I don't know what's going to happen, actually, if I try to put eight titles in my bag and, and tear it <laughs> off an airplane. Yeah. That would that would be very interesting, uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to that journey. Uh, and see how that goes for you. Um, speaking of, are you going to are you going to WrestleMania? Are you going I, to Orlando? I'll I'll be there. I'll be there from Thursday to Sunday, covering many many events. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it very much. Um, speaking of of WrestleMania, um, so I, I would like your thoughts on the Undertaker. Uh, I'm sure you've, uh, you've interacted with him most times in WWE. The reports are saying many reports are saying that this is his last time uh, in, in the in the WWE uh, as far as WrestleMania. What, what are your thoughts? You think he should hang it up? No. Um, I mean, like my booking thoughts, so to speak, from a booking point of view, would be if I was booking this mania, I would put. I, I think Reigns needs some street cred badly. It would uh, it would help him a lot if he w- could beat Taker. And I would really love to see Taker versus Cena for the first time at Mania at next year's Mania. Um, now Taker, like a from a physical standpoint, man, I don't know. I don't know how he's doing it. I don't know how he keeps doing this. Yeah. He uh, put him uh, a couple times. Uh, several times. But I'm um, at. One specific uh, singles match, Johnny Nitro versus Taker. I want to say that was 2006. 
overseas as a tribute to the troops. And um, he's always impressed me with his precision when it comes to his striking, his psychology, and his mastery of the craft of professional wrestling. And he knows how to be the Undertaker, and he knows what the crowd expects for him. Um, I feel like when they uh, use that saying, uh, you leave it all out in the ring, um, every time he goes out there, and uh, he leaves it out there, and uh, I hope that he has enough left for another mania, and then after that, I hope he has enough left for his life. Yeah. Because uh, he's one of the he's one of the all-time greats, and um, I would love to see him uh, wrestle Roman and then wrestle Cena next year, or or somebody. But I I don't know. He's one of the one of the characters I I grew up on, and one of the reasons I loved like fell in love with the business. Yeah. So it's uh, good to see him go. But if, I mean, really, that uh, should be no one's decision but his. Indeed. And, um, I'm, I'm sure that's the way it is. Yep. Uh, I think that's I think that's well said. Uh, I, there's still there's still a lot of money on the table, so to speak, with him and Tina, and you know, uh, you know, Sting even said before that he's holding off on surgery so he can go against Taker. Uh, any life left in Sting versus Taker, in your opinion? No. Um, no, I want to see Cena versus Taker. Uh, Sting, if I, if Taker only had two matches, I would uh, I would want to see Roman, and then I'd want to see Cena. I mean, Roman's already done. That's happening. And then I would want to see Cena next year. Um, who would you put against Sting? I mean, I, if it was if it was me, I would I would put him with someone like uh, like an AJ or a Rollins or a Okay. Uh, Sammy Callahan or a uh, or Kevin Owens, you know, someone that someone that could make him look good. You know what? I think that's a good question. If you ask me, I would do someone like uh, I I would like Sting versus Bray or Sting versus a heel Orton. I think that would uh, oh. work. Yeah. Yeah, either one of those. And like, if those guys could do, those guys could. Uh, Sting was great, and Sting, Sting could still go. He could still move. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember how much I liked watching uh, HBK versus Taker. Yeah. And uh, it was a it was a cool uh, mix of two different styles. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's what made the story so interesting of that match. Yeah. And, um, I think I think Sting would benefit from a similar type of thing. Yeah, I think that's a great point. So you're you've been with Lucha Underground for nearly three years now. Time is time is flying, um, and yeah, <laughs> and now you're the the champion there. Just uh, you know, just just let the listeners know just how it's been because I mean it's I, I think you fit in Lucha Underground perfectly. It, it just the the style, the Lucha style, just really fits into your training and just uh, the type of. Uh, wrestling that you did. I'm sure that going into Lucha Underground, uh, it, it challenged you a bit compared to uh, a, the WWE style, but uh, you fit in very well, and uh, you've been uh, a very prominent figure there for uh, since nearly its inception. Yeah, match uh, episode one, main event number one was uh, Johnny Mundo versus Prince Puma. Yep. And um, I, I've been there since day one, and I've watched uh, 
watched it grow and um, get bigger and bigger until until now. Uh, just a few weeks ago, we announced that uh, Lucha Underground is now available on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. One and two. Yeah. And um, as far as uh, fitting into Lucha Underground, I believe what makes Lucha Underground the uh, the hybrid style of Lucha Libre with American independent professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And um, I I grew up with the watching WWE, sometimes WCW, but mostly WWF at the time was what I was watching. And uh, those larger-than-life characters and the stories they were telling in the ring uh, gripped me, and I loved it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that uh, the way that we're adding the American uh, independent wrestling psychology to Lucha Libre is uh, bringing us the best of, of both worlds. Yeah. The, uh, the WWE style... Some like what I was when I was there and left in uh, late 2011 seemed like it was it was less challenging than uh, Luke Underground is. Up, up my my game, my physical abilities changed the way that I think about wrestling and storytelling. Mm-hmm. Since being immersed in Tembucha uh, and wrestling guys like Phoenix and uh, and Pentagon, Daga, Drago, Aerostar, Bill Muertes, Rey Mysterio is there now. And um, those are all the guys from AAA. And then you add in your uh, your friends who Ricochet, Son of Havoc, and um, Strickland, Willie Mack, A.R. Fox, and uh, Sammy Callahan, all the, the top, top independent wrestlers. And I think that's why we have the most cutting-edge product. Yeah. Is, uh, we have young lions who are hungry to prove themselves. And Lucha Underground presents the canvas and restrict anyone, doesn't cut off anyone's creativity. And uh, as, as far as where I was in my life and career, that's exactly what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, I'm, uh, well, I couldn't be luckier to be a, a part of it. I mean, when I first started, I lived like five minutes from the, uh, the Lucha Underground Arena. And um, and now I feel like it's it's grown into a real strong promotion. Deals are being made constantly to uh, get Lucha Underground out there in, mm-hmm. in more foreign markets and in front of more eyeballs. And I'm really excited to see where it's going. That's awesome. Awesome stuff. So my last question to you is there, has there, you left the WWE in 2011. Uh, just real quick, what are, what are your overall thoughts of the product? If you still follow it and uh, has there ever been any talks of you returning? Um, when I left in late 2011, I had intended maybe to take a year or two off. And uh, make a movie and come back. <laughs> and, um, and since then, I've made 15, 16 small independent films. And um, and really, Boone the Bounty Hunter is the, is the one that I had in my head that I was going to make. I just didn't think it was going to take this long. Mm-hmm. Um, making movies is not easy. Um, the, uh, as far as, as watching it, I, I don't have a ton of time, but... Uh, I like to watch it whenever I can. I at least watch all the big pay-per-views, and um, a lot of times I'll watch one of those 20-minute recaps of Raw. And uh, it's, it's cool, man. It's changed so much. Um, I I feel like I feel like the show is too long. <laughs> I, I feel like this is the best way to to put it. Um, there's a lot of recap. Wrestling fans are are fans of wrestling, and a lot of them watch every week. So you don't need to spend. 30% of your show recapping what happened the week before. Very true. Um, the uh, the promo segments, in my opinion, sometimes go long 
I I don't know. Um, and maybe now I'm uh, spoiled by by being a part of Lucha Underground, but it, it feels like on a three-hour RAW, um, I find myself sometimes even fast-forwarding the 20-minute recap that I'm watching on uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but I will say that I I'm excited to watch WrestleMania. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like uh, as, as far as the showcase of the Immortals goes, and like the greatest stage of them all, that's WWE. That's WrestleMania. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, there's nothing else like that right now in the business. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe Wrestle Kingdom is coming close. Um, behind like behind that, maybe Triple Mania. But um, it's a uh, it's the it's the biggest spectacle in the world of professional wrestling, and um, uh, it's still really cool to watch. Oh yeah, absolutely. Can we see John Morrison back at a mania before your career is over? I don't know. Um, you're gonna for sure see John Morrison or Johnny Mundo back in a huge uh, pay-per-view style main events before my career is over. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether that is what Lucha Underground grows into or Wrestle Kingdom. Or Triple Mania, or WrestleMania. I don't know. It's, uh, the wrestling business is a crazy business, and it's hard to predict the future. It is very much. Well, it's hard to predict the future. The future, but as far as the present is concerned, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new age. There you go. <laughs> Mundo 17. Welcome to the New Age Ultimate Dragon, carrying all those belts across the galaxy. Uh, five stars in, in the UK, right? Yeah, five stars yeah. in the UK. They're uh, talking about starting the biggest tournament in the history of professional wrestling this summer. 128 wrestlers all vying for wow. the five star wrestling title, which is currently held by yours truly. Yes. Indeed, it's a nice belt too. I actually uh, interviewed Drew Galloway to promote a five-star event. I actually, I've actually gotten pretty cool with the promoter over the past few months, and uh, he's uh, supposed to be giving me some news that I'm wa- waiting and, and and excited to write about. So yeah, five stars is a really good promotion, and of course Lucha Underground. I got friends there. I've interviewed people from Lucha Underground. Great promotion. Um, so yeah, you're you're in good hands, Johnny. Well, um, Ben. Echo your sentiments. Uh, yeah, Dan from Five Star, Lucha Underground, obviously, and um, um, big up to, uh, to Marty Elias for, for uh, connecting us and uh, hooking up this uh, this podcast. And um, man, thanks for the time. Um, if any, anyone listening to this wants to know any more about me, you can follow me on Twitter at the Real Morrison. You can follow me on Instagram at John Hennigan. You can find my Facebook page, John Morrison, on Facebook, and uh, there's a lot of fake ones. So just use your head and figure out which one is the real one. <laughs> and um, you can find my trailer, Boone the Bounty Hunter official trailers on YouTube. Also, it's on Facebook. Please like, comment, share, and um, help me make a sequel to this movie or another movie because um, that's, uh, that's what my plan is. Wrestle as long as I can and then find ways to tell stories with action. It's... Um, long after my body gets out. So I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping this movie works out, and I'm really sure that you're going to like it. People have, uh, people that have seen it have really liked it, and I'm excited to hear what uh, people listening to this think about it. Fantastic. Thanks a lot, Johnny. It's been a pleasure. Really appreciate uh, your time and taking and enjoy your WrestleMania weekend with all the endeavors that you have coming up. And fans, listeners, 
be sure to support Johnny Mundo and go to his events and, and enjoy this weekend. Gracias, amigo. I will see you in Orlando. Absolutely. Have a good night. Thank you so much, Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. John Morrison, a.k.a. Johnny Nitro, a.k.a. Johnny Spade, a.k.a. Johnny Onyx, a.k.a. John Hennigan, a.k.a. <laughs> he has a lot of aliases, aliases. Uh, but, yeah, he is currently known as Johnny Mundo. He is the Lucha Underground champion. He is a five-star wrestling champion, uh, former WWE Intercontinental champion, former WWE tag team champion, former ECW champion. Uh, like I said, he's the new age Ultimo Dragon uh, with all the belts that he currently has uh, all around independent. Uh, AAA uh, mega champion as well. Uh, so yeah, AAA is, a, you know, AAA, Triple Mania. AAA is like one of the biggest uh, and most known uh, federations in Mexico. Uh, and yeah, he, he's, uh, he's, Running the world, man. He he is uh, he's doing his thing all around the globe. Uh, so kudos to to John Hennigan, uh, John Morrison, Johnny Johnny Mundo, whatever you want to say. But yeah, he just won it. He just won the uh, he just won the mega championship from El Tejano, uh, uh, El Tejano, Tejano uh, Junior. Uh, who had it for about a year. So, uh, so yeah, and, of course, uh, Alberto El Patron had it uh, before then. And, of course, uh, you know, he vacated the championship, you know, that big uh, uh, controversy of him not relinquishing the title and all that uh, hubbub. But, yeah, he uh, AAA is back, and uh, AAA is also doing some, some work with uh, – with, uh, Impact Wrestling now they just announced that recently so maybe we may see a uh, Impact Wrestling appearance from Johnny Mundo so that'd be very very interesting shout outs real quick uh, shout out to my boy Marty Elias man good friend of mine uh, he was definitely uh, the, the the catalyst of putting that interview together with me and uh, and uh, John Johnny Mundo uh, of course he works with uh, Johnny Mundo and, and Marty Elias worked together in Lucha Underground. Uh, Marty Elias, great guy, great great guy, man. I've had him on my show. Uh, he's one of my favorite interviews because it was it was the first time I've had. Of course, I've had wrestlers, uh, I've had ballets, I've had um, uh, I've had uh, announcers, uh, but he was the first referee and the only referee I've had on my show, if I can remember, uh, that I've had on my show, and he just. Soaking in uh, knowledge about just the skill of a referee, so he's actually offering seminars. Uh, so go to Facebook, go to Marty Elias on Facebook. Uh, any independent shows, he actually opened up some dates to be sure to do some seminars. Uh, he has a package deal right now with seminars and also uh, independent uh, refereeing. So it's a package deal uh, right now. You know, take it while you can because his dates fill up very very quick. He's uh, he, he refereed uh, one of the greatest matches in WWE history between uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, uh, WrestleMania 25. So, of course, like I said, he's doing some work in Lucha Underground and a few independent shows. Uh, also was involved in a very interesting, controversial uh, topic a few weeks ago with uh, 
the owl with the with, with the OWL uh, wrestling promotion, aka Impact. Uh, so yeah, he, he's he's very very buzzworthy right now, and uh, he definitely uh, is excited to uh, fill those dates that he just opened up. So check out Marty Elias in his Facebook E L I A S Marty E L I A S my my brother Marty Elias opened up some dates for to be filled. So uh, capitalize on that uh, very very soon. Of course, uh, Boone the Bounty Hunter, uh, what Johnny Mundo just uh, was talking about. He's he self-funded a movie. I, I looked at the trailer. It looks really, really good. Um, and so check that out. He's going. He's going to be Boone the Bounty Hunter at the Midnight After Mania show for Wrestle Circus. Uh, I was doing some research on Wrestle Circus uh, within the week because I was uh, doing some writing about it. And uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a very, very interesting promotion. Uh, yeah, so they have like a twenty four seven type of tile. I think it's called I think it's called like the side sideshow championship. It's kinda of like the hardcore uh twenty four seven rule and very interesting stuff. So uh, my boy Johnny Mundo, Boone the Bounty Hunter, check it out. And of course Marty Elias. Uh let's get these uh I, I mean, I'm telling you uh, if you if you're hearing this right now, <laughs> if it's if you're not listening to this live and you're hearing it, you know, archived, you better hope those dates aren't filled up yet. So uh, go check it out. One last plug uh, for my, my, my homie Aretha. She's uh, she's a local talent. Uh, she's she's a local uh, printer, uh, and she has she's done a fantastic job uh, with uh, my shirts. Right now, uh, I am actually the, the the pancakes and power slam shirts are available for purchase. We're actually getting some really good orders. I just went to her today and got a a batch of orders. Uh, the pancakes and power slam shirts are selling very well. Uh, kudos to her uh, company, Auspicious University Apparel, uh, and she's a lo- she's local here, but she you know she she works with with anyone. Auspicious University Apparel. Her name is Ritha R I T H A. Auspicious University Apparel. Look that up on Facebook if you don't know how to spell Auspicious. It's A U S P I C I O U S. Auspicious University Apparel. Great, great T-shirt uh, making. You know, it's one of those things. I'm very, very picky. I've been uh, I've been a promoter for 13 years, and I'm very picky about uh, my presentation and the shirts that I, uh, I wear, the shirts that I make. Uh, I don't like screen prints. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. It just it it washes off and it looks very unprofessional and dingy a lot of times. But it's more embroidered, and I'm a big fan of that. So check out Auspicious University. I will be wearing my Pancakes and Power Slam shirt at WrestleMania. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we have so much to talk about. We are going to have some fun tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're not ready, you better get ready. I've got two words for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, dig it. Let's get it on with the co-host for tonight. Of course, he is here. He is live in the living color. Evan Tech Proud of Under the Mat Radio. Let's get it on, sir. What's going on, man? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Johnny Mundo on the show, and uh, this is the last. This is the go home pancakes of power hands before WrestleMania. Yes, it is. I, I've had Mundo. I heard the other AKAs 
I said uh, Morrison slash Mundo slash uh, <laughs> Nitro. Jordan's a good guy. We got the interview on Face to Face. He's been on my show. Just was with him earlier this year. House of Hardcore. Uh, great guy. I always love talking to him. Um, mm-hmm. I told him when he looks in person. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. But one, one of my favorites in the business. I, I like John. Um, so you like John. Good guy. Yep, absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get to the headlines. So, let's get to the very, very somber part at first. Uh, It's going to be tough to segue from this, but we definitely have to acknowledge the fact that last week we were talking about Jan Ross' motorcycle accident. there was some hope that it was. Uh, there were some reports that she was getting a little better. Uh, she was on life, life support, but um, unfortunately uh, for for Jim Ross and, and, and uh, his family and friends and loved ones, uh, she has gone. She 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 has gone away, and, and she's uh, she's passed away. Um, so we definitely our thoughts and prayers are certainly with the Ross family. It's tragic. Uh, to lose your, yeah, he he is he calls he called Jan his, his little angel. So it's very yeah. And it was you know as many people as I uh, I know in the business that I've talked to and that I've heard uh, through different interviews, uh, they always I mean they've said throughout the week that Jan had, was so uh, um, so instrumental uh, with with Jim Ross when he was talent relations. You know he would uh, she would. I help with laundry. <laughs> she would always, you know, yeah. be very hospitable when people would come over. And uh, she was, you know, from what I've heard, no one has said anything negative about her at all. And just was very, very um, highly spoken of. And, uh, yeah, from, from all, of, all the things I've heard, she was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, um, certainly I never had the opportunity to meet Jan um, Ross, but I, you know, as y'all know, some buddies with Jim Ross. I, I did, uh, we did text briefly yesterday. Uh, uh, I did some my condolences to him. I did give him a call uh, to check on him. Um, I didn't know when we met him, and at his, my man's show when he was here last year, we talked, and he was like, brother, I got to go home to mama. I got to go home go to my angel. <laughs> I, I, wow. He just really had a sense that he... Um, he really loved his wife. Like she, she really meant a lot to him. And like you say, uh, Chris said, uh, everybody in the business, one of his very random business is you can find anybody that everyone says something nice about. And she's one of the few. Uh, everyone says nothing but great words to say about her. And um, me personally, had, had, me personally, had, uh, in losing a good friend of mine, I believe two years ago now, uh, due to a motorcycle accident, who was a wrestler. Um, I, I I know what it's like to leave someone that you love. I, I don't know what it's like to leave a wife, but um, this just a hurting pain that leaves someone that you care about due to a motorcycle accident, any accident, so suddenly, um, yeah, it's just really tough. So we just pray for Jim Ross, you know, that that lift him up in prayer that he hangs in there. And now, saying asked me real quick early today uh, during my show. About Jim Ross, and again, he's still going to be doing wrestling for him. And I think, you know, maybe it's best that he's around the boys and he's doing wrestling for him and doing the Q and A. It's around people that can kind of uplift him to help maybe get his mind off of you know, the passing of his wife. Yeah, and and uh, you know, 
major kudos to Jim Ross uh, for f- fulfilling his obligations. Uh, and I know it's going to be very tough, you know, coming uh, this uh, couple of days from now, actually, about a day and a half from now. Um, it's going to be really tough uh, for for Jim Ross to really uh, handle. Um, yeah, it, it's it's going to be tough, and because you know he's going to, of course, be reminded, you know, of the passing. A lot of people are going to say, "Sorry about your loss." I'm sorry. He's going to hear that all weekend long. Uh, you know, give their sympathy condolences. I know that can be kind of redundant, but you know, it's also good to be around people who can really, who really respect him and the business, who, who can really console him, and he he needs that. You know, isolation, and, and this is. I'm about to be a doctor in psychology, so I, I, I learn this stuff and study this stuff all the time. A lot of times when, you know, tragic situations like this happen, isolation is one of the worst things that someone could do um, because that become because you, you assume those burdens. You, you assume the burden of the loss and you adopt just the isolation piece. You don't have you don't have an outlet. You don't have anything to do. And it becomes even more difficult to manage. So uh, I'm really happy that he did not do that and is fulfilling his obligation. So I really hope that he gets consoled uh, very well. If I see him this weekend, I'll definitely uh, give my condolences and and uh, try to chat with him and encourage him. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's uh, it's, it's sad, um, but uh, you know, hopefully uh, we'll be. Uh, partying uh, upstairs, uh, you know, when it's when it's my turn to go. So, um, Jim Cornette, to, <laughs> what a segue! Jim Cornette uh, to, <laughs> to induct the Rockwell uh, Express. <laughs> uh, wow, yeah, Mister Mister Cornette, man, he's uh, yeah, he, he's he's a firecracker, and uh, he's, 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 he's my second. Oh, he's my my second, uh, in my, in my list of greatest managers, he's my second. Uh, greatest really? On my list. He's yeah. up there. He's, he's, he's up there. I would say I would say Bobby Heenan number one. Heenan's one. Uh, yeah, Heenan's one. I would, no I would say Heenan. Jimmy Hart's up there, too. Um, yeah, Heenan's my three. Uh, Hart is my three. Hart's your three? Yeah, Hart is I my would three. See, the reason why I wouldn't put Cornette up there is because he – what he, he's really kind of a one trick pony in a, in a bit, you know, in, in a lot of ways. It's not his fault. Like he, it's not his fault. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, well, I, 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 I can't really say that because you know he he did manage he managed the the, the yeah. new Midnight Express. Remember when it was uh, that, that never happened. That never happened. Mark and Bob yeah. Holly, the new yeah, that didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the invasion, the NWA invasion. That, that was horrible. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah, man. That was, that man was so bad. For a brief time. Oh. Oh man. Yeah. Camp Cornette. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was that's bad. that. That's Smoky Mountain stuff. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Oh. Yeah, the Smoky Mountain <laughs> stuff was terrible too. So I mean, like he he tried with the Camp Cornette, him and Fuji. You know, they they tried, tried, but, you know, it it wasn't very good. Like, you know, to me, it's like Heyman. Like, Heyman is, you know, like Brock Lesnar's his bread and butter. You know, he tried with Show, he tried uh, with Axel, he tried with Ryback, he tried with Cesaro. It just didn't work out, you know, for him, unfortunately. Let's not forget the Samoa uh, Squad team. Let's not yeah, forget the Daniel yeah, Squad. Yeah, yeah. 
the no, uh, danger zone. Well, danger zone lions worked. Uh, that was really good. Uh, yeah. But the the original Bird. Midnight Express wasn't wasn't the best. Uh, that wasn't the best either. Uh, but you know, yeah. it, it it works uh, at the time, kind of worked. But in hindsight, he, you know, Midnight Express is 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 his you know his bread and butter. So you know, yeah. I, but the, with Heenan though, like what he touched was gold. Like Heenan was so good at what he did. Uh, Hart Hart yeah. was that too. Hart Hart was so good too. He like yeah, see, see yeah. the thing is with 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 Heenan Hart and, and managers like that is that without them, like the person they manage would be a bunch of notches down. You know, right? Um, right. You know, and that's what Andre made him the so good. connection. Exactly. Andre and, and Ming or. Yep. Haku and, and Haku, yep. Bird, you know, and they really had Heenan and uh, Heenan and um, Heenan and Heenan. So we really got yeah. managed by both. Yeah, uh, yep. Yeah, I agree. Good old Corny. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. I'll be there at the Hall of Fame uh, live, and it'll be interesting to see. I know that Florida. he's going to be tamed. Uh, yeah, very much so. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he's going to say. Um, I, you know, I, I, he he's a he's a brand, he's a gimmick still. You know, he, he flies off with the mouth, and uh, you know, he's still his own gimmick. And and uh, you know, people like him, people don't. He's very polarizing. So there you go. Shout out to um, I, I don't. It's, I'm, I'm glad Corny's inducting them. I just feel it's kind of anticlimactic that you got Corny inducting the Rock and Roll Express and not the Midnight. But then again, it could be a good thing because when the Midnight Express get inducted, of course, Corny's going to have to induct them. Um, yeah. But uh, shout out to my man, Bob Star, Russell Legend. You can Google him. Bobby says Russell and WCW, WWF, everywhere. Who said it would be uh, the greatest Hall of Fame moment if, as he's inducting the Rock and Roll Express. You see the Midnight Express jumping on stage. Ah. <laughs> so it's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, I heard he's not doing too well though, health wise. Uh, yeah, eat, yeah, eating. Yeah, eating. Um, eating. Yeah. Stan yeah, Lane is back still before. Good, though, from, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Stan, Stan is still good. You know, if it's the mm. vibe kicks. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, you can bring Dennis Condry out there. You can bring Randy Rose. You know, there's there's a no, few of them. No, no, no. You don't need Randy Rose. That never happened. <laughs> uh, Lover yeah, boy, uh, Dennis Condry. Dennis Condry. All you need is Dennis, Stan, and Bobby. You don't need Randy. You don't need Rose. No, just let that die. <laughs> yeah, Dennis Condry, man. Um, that's really the best thing that he's ever done. I mean, he's been around, you know, for a while, but uh, yeah, I mean, Condry was, yeah, he he was because uh, he was in NWA like in the early seventies, if I remember. But you know, he when he teamed up with the Midnight Express, that's what uh, that's what did it. Uh, but he left. Uh, there was some, I think he like no showed event or something, something crazy. Condry, uh, Condry, yeah. He just dropped. Um, he just dipped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just dipped and, and they had to find us. He got to stay in lane. Yeah. How often do you have? You know, do you have a legendary tag team? We got Conjury, Conjury, and Eaton, who was great. 
and then you can plug in Stan Lane, and Stan Lane and Eaton still end up being great. Little yeah. different tag team, a little faster, but they still mm-hmm. was as great. And they debated like, well, which which midnight spice, you know, which midnight spice you prefer, Stan and Eaton right. or Eaton and Condry? I grew up with Eaton and Condry, then Eaton and Stan, and um, they either way, I mean, they both were great. I did a little different oh, styles, yeah. but uh. Yeah, they both were good. (laughs) If I had a preference, it was Eaton and Stan Lane. Um, Because I grew grew up with Eaton and Conjury, too. But uh, something about Stan Lane just kind of fit the the, the amazing theme music. One of the best theme music, theme songs of all time. Oh, my goodness. That that theme music, it it was amazing. It's it. It was so ahead of its time. Like that's one of the because a lot of a lot of those old school WCW NWA songs. If you play them now, I mean, they there'll be a bunch of tomatoes thrown at the wrestlers as they're coming out. It'd be embarrassing. But that music right there, you can pay you can play it thirty years later and it'll fit right in. It was it was so it was so amazing. It was very galactical. Just you know, it was awesome. I loved that music. No, uh, that. So, they were the only men, them three, that could wear rainbows on that tight. Yes. Not be, and, yes. And, and you were not, you knew they weren't, they weren't gay. And, yeah, it was you, the you, rainbow you stripes. Yeah, Just like the not, pink and not, black not, with the hearts. Right, you dare not to joke around with them. Yeah. I always joke yeah. around with wearing pink. The only men who could really wear pink, you had, you had Anvil, you had Brett, of course you had Sting, you had Muda, and that was it. And uh, yeah. Warrior. You wasn't wrestling those guys Flair. in pink. And Flair, yeah, of course, Flair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good old, good old Ricky. Good old, good yeah. old Ricky Flair. Good old Ricky. Uh, all right, real quick. Paul Heyman says the Attitude Era is not coming back. Uh, do you agree with him or no? Uh, that's the truth. Uh, Attitude Era. Attitude Era was great this time. We all lived it. But you, you as Warrior says, <laughs> you can't. You can't recreate something that's unrecreatable. Recreate. <laughs> <laughs> Double negative. As much as we, we love the attitude are, and, and, and I have my own personal beef with it because like, it keeps getting shoved down our throats. We get it. The attitude are. Right. The attitude are was great. And granted, it didn't have the greatest wrestling. But I mean, you had WCW breathing on that throat, kicking that butt. You had ECW. Um, but you, I mean, you can't relive that anymore. Times has changed. I do feel wrestling needs to be more edgy, but it's cynical. It's it goes in cycles. It's, it is what it is. I don't like saying it, but attitude era was in the past. Live it, love it, learn from it. Yeah, try to find I another agree. niche. Try to find another. Try to find another era. We, we grew up around it. We was around before the attitude era, but it was the boom in the '80s. Was, they did rock and roll and the Mid Knights and the Russians and the Warrior Road Warriors and Hawkamania and Savage and Sting and Flair and, and Nikita and it was a different time. That was great. We ain't gonna get that back ever again. No. Or you <laughs> won't uh, we'll never get the ultimate warrior saying, Lost in my school was a piece of the crystal of your kingdom. Your madness they said, but warrior it's lost inside your skull. And I said, sew it in. Leave it where it lays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then they, 
And we're not going to get a shot at that control room no more when, when Jack Tunney and Lord Alfred Hayes used to hang out. Oh, man. They was on punishment. You never saw them in the rain. They just got stuck in that control room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> John Mooney. Yeah, was, John Mooney. John Mooney. <laughs> Tom Tangale. That's the control uh, room, man. <laughs> you ever watch, like, the back control. of the control room where it would be a bunch of monitors and people were just, like, so focused Standing on working? Everything. Like, it was it – was, was, the control room was absolutely amazing. I love like, it. Like, what are you doing? It is uh, – Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. inside the control center, WCW, Jim Ross, Mean James, Chimani. Yep. Oh, man. It's just... <laughs> and, yeah, we yeah, agree with Heyman in this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, the ATR isn't coming back. Just yeah. Move on. I mean, plus, it's, plus it's PG, too. So, real quick, read, uh, Ryback shares his thoughts on wrestlers being overweight. Uh, he said that, uh, uh, you know, he, he mentioned that... Uh, he mentioned that the people who are overweight, like Kevin Owens, you know, he he he's talked about Kevin Owens, um, and he he said, you know, that people like Kevin Owens uh, is actually, you know, he's like the exception to the rule. He said people should work out. Uh, it helps their cardio. It helps their physique. It's it's supposed to be a large and alive type of thing. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I agree with him. I agree with him. I, I, you know, he he says he he put he put over Owens, um, but I, mean, I think yeah, he, he brings a pretty good point. I mean, you know, he he he, you know, wrestling is about larger than life. You know, you're not there's you're supposed to suspend reality when you watch professional wrestling. It's not supposed to be real. It's supposed to suspend that reality that you have. Everybody come, who just about everybody nowadays. Uh, are, are are hardcore wrestling fans? Very very little casual wrestling fans. So you have people who know, you know, they they've already predicted the outcome. They know it's choreographed. They know it's not real, you know. But at the same time, they're still suspending their reality and reacting to something that's already planned. So. I think Ryback makes a good point. I mean, people are going to scoff at him because it's Ryback, but at the same time, I mean, you know, it's a very good challenge to people who don't care about their bodies and, and aren't physical. I mean, like I said, he did put over Owens. He, you know, he said he's the exception to the rule, but you know, he, he said people should get in shape. Uh, well, I, I do what Ryback, you know, Ryback was saying. Um. <laughs> I, I agree with what Rob Beck is saying. I'm saying that um, with wrestling, you should look at certain parts um, mm-hmm. because you want to look different from the regular person. I know people joke and say, well, Owens looks like he works at GameStop, and Dave Wild looks like he works at Home Depot. Excuse me. Punk looks like he can work at Hot Topic or Spencer. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And granted, you wanna have, you wanna look different. You don't wanna look like a regular guy. Look at a rock. Nigga Austin. You did a great in the article mentioning the goat sting, how Sting looks, how Flair looks, how Hogan looks, how even mm-hmm. Brett and Sean, you know, even though they weren't big as Hogan or Sting or, or John Studd or Andre or, or even Nikita, you still need these guys who like could beat the hell out of you. Like you you didn't look like regular guys, the role warriors. Yeah. And now, like you said, you have uh, Daniel Bryan and you have the CM Punks and the Seven Rollins who are the smaller guys. Like, regular guys, like, I can beat you up. Like, what makes you different from me? So 
So it's exactly. all like you said, it's a, it's a perception of, of the people who are common fans looking at, well, these guys are like me. I mean, why they don't mm-hmm. listen any different? So exactly. I agree with what Rob Beck said, but then also, too, I feel people that get some owners of how he looks, I'm not going to say all the IWC uh, hypocrites as usual. Because you no, know, when it was the Orton's in the scene that was going around, and everybody was chiseled and and like the action figure build, everybody was like, oh, everybody looks the same. I'm tired of it. The '80s, oh, everybody looks different. It's, which is right. true. It's different timing. You know, you know, look at Dusty and Dick Murdoch and and did Dirty Dick Slater and Buckhouse Buck and, 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 and NWA running. I think it, I think with them though, I think it was like the thing is with Dusty though, like he. His character was so yeah, yeah, good. So he, you know what I mean? Like it, it didn't go. matter how he looked. He right, he could go exactly. And real quick, uh, we got some people calling in. Uh, I really, really appreciate the support. I'm sorry we don't have enough time uh, on our live show, but the chat room is open. It's wide open for all the people who are calling in. Uh, put your thoughts in the chat room, uh, and uh, we will save them live on air uh, if if appropriate, of course. So thank you so much for people calling in. But go to the chat room thank you, live, and uh, we'll we'll take care of you. There. We'll take care of you over there. So thank you so much. Um, but yeah, so. Like you said, you know, for the second time, you know, it's it. There, those are exceptions to the rules as well. I think you brought up a really good point um, when it comes to Dusty. But you know, his character was so good. Murdoch, you know, he still had a character that people can can buy into. Um, real quick, for the second time, we got to, we talked about Undertaker's last uh, mania. Mania, you don't think it is? You think he's, you know, you still think Cena and Sting are on the table? Uh, but there's been more talks that said this may be oh. it for him. Um. Oh. I'm, I'm holding on to God and changing hand, brother. I hear you. Take is not take is not <laughs> take is not done. Uh, take has take is uh, it's not news. Take is stated to get his hip surgery done in May, so yeah. take will disappear as always at the mania like Christmas, and he'll appear like once a year or uh, a couple of times a year. Um, yeah, but, they were uh, they were saying that you know if he gets the surgery though, um, this may be it for him. So. We'll see. Yeah, he'll come um, back. It'll be a, it'll be another like the two hundred and thirty ninth resurrection and taker. He'll come back. <laughs> it's have yeah, your big money match against so old though. Like, you know, it I'm, is, he's, I'm, it I'm is. a big taker fan. He makes money. It's like I think he's pretty good. I think he's pretty set for life. I mean, you know, I he is. Mm. You know the, the mystique is going away, and just you know, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't bear it anymore. I, I can't bear it. I, I, I do agree with you. I do agree with what you're saying, brother. But at the end of the day, WrestleMania is about money, and the fact that Cena's contract is about to end, and Cena, after all, uh, will be, uh, there will be gone from WWE by the time we'll, we'll come back to WWE to August at least. Yeah. Vince is going to need people to make money. And he and none of the stars currently is going to make the black off black blah black office draw that Captain Four Kids can do. Captain Four Kids is gone, you got no Captain Four Kids, you got no Phenom, you got no Rock, you got no Austin, no Shawn Michaels, you got no Bret Hart, Triple H is part time, we need help to sell. What you gonna call you got, it was like you got you got Brock, that's it, Goldberg, he 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 he's about to be old. You got Sting. They gotta bring them back. So, I mean, money. here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's up to him. You know, what I mean, if he if he decides yeah, sure, yeah. to have that hip surgery, you know what I mean, Sim- similar to, 
you know, what John Morrison was saying. You know, it's it's up to him. If he wants – that's what the reason why he cut his hair because, cause, you know, there was reports that last year, like, he brought in people. He brought in f- friends and family to – uh, um, to Dallas uh, last year because you know he's from Texas. He brought some people to Dallas because he was telling people that this was his last WrestleMania last year. But it was more of a I'm exhausted type of thing. This year it was like this year it's like I I just can't physically do it anymore and he was back he was backstage on raw he was upset he was hurt he wasn't feeling it he's just you know he's such a locker room general and to see him and that was so much pain from people backstage you know the the executives you know there's reports that the executives were actually they've actually been talking like uh you know he's he's in pain you know he and he's yeah, he going to give it his all. I think I, I think Taken Reigns is going to be one of the best matches on the show. As many people criticize whoever you want to criticize, I think that they're still going to be good. Uh, overperform, yes, absolutely. I think it's going to be one of the best matches on the show. Um, WWE person ROH, you know that's that's basically some some speculation going on with that. We'll we'll talk further into that as you know as uh, things develop. I got if some, it, I got some inside news on that from an inside source that's legit. Uh, six head broadcasting is real quick. Anybody listen? Six head broadcasting does not need the WWE. They own Hell Networks and they are located here in Baltimore. It's basically more so on a marketing standpoint. And it has nothing to do with each uh, sign of any talent. They don't be taking away talent. It's all about marketing and for and licensing. Yeah. And licensing. Mm-hmm. So you can see the the the, the bucks of young or uh, Adam Cole will be at the performance center this weekend. So. WWE is not buying ROH. It's nothing like that. It's just more so marketing as far as tape and video for the network. That's all it is. Yeah. And there's a uh, potential feud for Brock Lesnar uh, as Finn Balor. That's you know, that's been kind of oh uh, yeah, that's been rumored. So that doesn't even make sense to me. I mean, oh Lesnar. Would squash Finn Balor. I don't know how in the like world they're going to make like it. Fight, Balor's it's like tiny. Fight, it's like you facing your two-year-old cousin, yeah, your five-year-old, exactly. five-year-old brother, like, uh, like, like an old wrestling buddy. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to. Like make we that mentioned, before. like we mentioned before, the money cows are old and tired. They're in the sick and shutting ministries, and WWE is going to be in trouble very soon. Yeah, they should have, you know, see, that's something that bothers me. They should have done this a long time ago. They should have built, you know, stars within these past half a dozen years, six to eight years. But you had old Johnny Boy squashing everybody, you know, that has a breath of life. <laughs> you know, and it's, and, it, and it's like, you know, that's, that, that's, that, that hurt. That hurt the WWE. You had Johnny Boy squashing every barbarian talent, you know, not putting people over, and you know your Wade Barrett's, your Rusev's, you know Bray Wyatt for a long time until recently, and Bray Wyatt still isn't as over as he should be. Alex Riley, oh you know, Wade Barrett should have been champion. There's so many people that could have been stars that lost to John Bobby Lashley. He could have been a star. You know, uh, going into Vince Man wanted him to be Vince. He was Vince's chosen person to be a star uh, for for a while. And then the 
Cena, you know, you know, jockeying for position is all always. A lot of people say. I mean, a lot of people talk about Cena how he's a class act, and I'd imagine that he has a pretty good business acumen. But just you know, a lot of reports that I know, a lot of people I know uh, that work or works for the company say, "Hey, man, he he's uh, <laughs> he jockeys for position. Um, he doesn't yeah, he have does. to do that as much now." But at the same time, when he did it, it was at the expense of so many people that could have been utilized so strongly. I cannot think of one person right now, maybe Roman Reigns, maybe, that has enough star power to, if all the part-timers left, WWE would be in so much trouble. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious how much trouble the WWE would be if all the part-timers were like, eh, we're not coming back this year. It would be very tough for them. Alright, so for time purposes, uh, real quick, let's get to the Raw and SmackDown review. Uh, let's go with uh, your thoughts on uh, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, I think uh, it's, it's, it's the show before WrestleMania. Uh, you know, let's uh, go ahead and give them some music. Here we go. Thoughts on Raw and SmackDown. Well, sadly, brother, I didn't get a chance to see Raw this year. You know, I was at the clinic all night getting tests and shots and heavy for my new one of my new occupations. But uh, I thought Smack, um, I thought SmackDown was a solid. Um, really enjoyed that ten man tag match. Yeah, I like to to end into that. <clears throat> best 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 part of the night. Now I was I was doing my show live, trying not to laugh. The mid sketches with Daniel Bryan. Oh, hilarious. I watched some of that. It was, it was immediate, but the volume was, I was cracking up. Uh, the Miz definitely has to get so far besides my hearty prime superstar of the, uh, of the year or one of the highest guys. Uh, the end of me was just, the end of the me, uh, uh, it is it sad. Lee Carpenter is the unsung hero with LeBron. Oh, yeah. Strowman yeah. is like this is why Harper should be in the in the in the um title match with Boyd. I agree. Uh, totally. The ending was weird. It was like, okay, Bray staring at Harper, then there's an ugly sister Abigail. And it is sad <laughs> it's like if y'all would have gave Bray the belt two years earlier he had all this thing off his chance and he's only wrestled one time on SmackDown with the belt. Mm-hmm. One time. Yeah. Harper could go. Definitely loved it. But it's like come on, then Orton Currently didn't take a bath. He's wearing the same shirt, the safe house shirt that Denzel Washington wore in the movie. Wore the same shirt and also for the past two, three weeks, sitting around stabbing, using the, the sword and the stones from the Disney stabbing. It's just an Abigail dirt. Like, see, like, wow, what happened to ending a SmackDown being strong? Like, all right, these guys are brawling and something. This is Orton standing around playing in dirt, Bray's playing in dirt, Bray's eating dirt, Orton's stabbing some kind of demonic sword in dirt. 
It's like, what does this have to be like? Everybody's yeah. playing in dirt. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. As far as Raw for me, uh, it was decent. You know, it wasn't very exciting to to lead me to to. Uh, it was actually a, quite a, a weak uh, go home show to Raw. Um, the Ro- the Reigns Taker bit was really good when Taker uh, was getting back to um, kind of the supernatural thing and the burial and the grave, kind of like old school, like nineteen. 19- 91, 92, I liked it. It it, it kind of it, it accentuated his positives and it made him look so old and frail. So that was really good. I think the whole supernatural, superpower thing was good. Uh, interesting to have Owens lose um, and Zayn win to get into the Battle Royal, and that'd be the that'd be basically the main event. So. Very interesting. Uh, as far as um, as far as SmackDown is concerned, I thought SmackDown was solid. Um, I think the Shane McMahon AJ thing was good. I think that's another match that's uh, probably going to be the best match of the night, at least one of them. Uh, yeah. Good to see Naomi back. Um, I really hope that yeah. they do something with them with Naomi. Yeah, yeah. Spot, oh, that was really good. Um, speaking of her Karana spots, uh, uh, shout out to Andrew Everett, man. That her DDT does on Impact Wrestling is sick. I I, yeah. I really really love that move, and yeah. and, and and Trevor Lee sells it perfectly. Uh, he that move is fantastic, man. I don't think I've ever seen it like that. He does a fantastic job. Um, I I like Mojo Raleigh, man. I don't know, you know, people may not like me for that, but I like Mojo. Um, and then the, the I, I just I wrote a piece uh, during SmackDown. Um, I don't know if y'all can, you know, he's putting two and two together, but uh, they quietly announced that these people are going to be in the Andre Giant Battle Royal. So after pumping all this up for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, you're not even going. It's not even going to be defended on Mania or the pre-show. That's very sad. Uh, but like you, like you said, you know, Harper. Uh, you know, Wyatt Harper was good. I really think he should have been the Triple Threat because I'm not. I'm not sold on on Orton and, and Wyatt. They tried it late last year; it didn't work. Putting Harper yeah. in there would be good. Harper's way underrated. He's I've, I've said yeah, that yeah. for a long time. Um, yeah. The fans like him. He was way over in Richmond. Um, got a lot of lot of cheers, and 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 sadly, people just don't care about Bray Wyatt anymore. That's that's the you know you could tell like the, maybe it was his absence, maybe. They're not plugging them enough. I don't know what it was, but you can just tell that the crowd just was not into Bray Wyatt as much. Yeah. And so, and that's sad. I mean, he's not really getting any reaction. He's barely, you know, that's that's really, really not good for, you know, for your champion. Not at all. All right, real quick, let's get to the flavor of the week. We're going to talk about WrestleMania 17. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week! All right, so time uh, give me your skinny on WrestleMania 17, the greatest WrestleMania of all time. It's great. I, I had to, I had, I've had to watch this at least 40 times. This is a 
great media top to bottom. Um, there's so, so much to say. Uh, Heyman and Ross going commentary. There's wonderful week with a total of 11 matches. Uh, Everything is great. The music was great. The intro was great. The audio, oh, yeah. the SmackDown and Raw's build up was great. The Rock and Austin, it was Skinny Rock and the Rock wearing Brown Midnight silk shirts and Austin, <laughs> he can move his knees and uh, Shane. I, I totally forgot it. Shane against Vince was a good match. You had Foley in it. You had uh, 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 Stephanie pre boob job in it, and Ben did a good job standing up. And this was. Undertaker Triple H, when they both were young, he could move. Uh, and that's Undertaker Triple H did happen before Mania 21, before Mania 27. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's the whole Mania was just great, man. Um, I could go all day time about this Mania. I might even decide to dedicate a try to do another show on my network this week, just on Mania 17. Um, the, goal, the greatest WrestleMania of all of 33 WrestleManias to this day. WrestleMania 17, top and bottom, is the greatest WrestleMania. Top and better, better than three. Uh, just beat South WrestleMania 19, which I would say is the session best. Beat South 21, which is really good. Um, and if anybody disagrees with us, please hit us, hit me up at check.schoolutm on Twitter. Please DM me. Please, in a live chat, all you want to me and say why it's better than 17. It's pretty much not. Rip, rip, rip my man Jimmy Snooker at WWF New York. Rip to that New York, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just so much. Jonathan Coachman yeah. had a hairline. Well, his hairline was struggling. He had hair. Uh, yeah. My man, my, my good friend Jimmy Calderas, to see him do uh, work, um, work that man is so much. I don't want to hold up too much time, but I, could, I wrote tons of notes on this mania, but... uh. Overall, great show. To this day, gets me excited watching WrestleMania 17. This oh, yeah. had that feel. Had that feel. It did, because it was you know it, it was another it was another WrestleMania six with the face versus face. You know, it's like you can only get away with that a few times. You know, what I mean, like the if it's going to be a face versus face main event, it better be good. Of course, Hogan and Warrior was just, I mean, that's the ultimate face versus face main event uh, match. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it was it was so good. It was, it was really, it was absolutely amazing as far as just that type of concept. Um, and, you know, not only that, but, you know, it was just like you said, the undercar matches were good. The the uh, the, the sermon uh, that uh, JBL did before their match against Right to Censor, yeah. uh, you know the the the, the clothesline from Hell, you know uh, rebounding from the uh, from the the, the uh, turnbuckle, you know uh, missed mm-hmm. uh, turnbuckle uh, spot. It was it was it was good. Yeah. Kane and Big Show was good. There was some oh, yeah. stats that. Uh, uh, and Ra- there was st- a stat that talked about, you know, Raven when he was in the cart, uh, he almost ran over he almost killed um, the uh, he almost yeah he almost ran over the the the, the cords and, and just killed the entire electric uh, electric circuit for Mania. Um, Guerrero and Test, uh, Perry Saturn came out with the lugs shirt uh, that was really yeah. uh, <laughs> just the, <laughs> like lugs. We're in the yeah, world like of lugs, man. You yeah, like me pointing out those things. Yeah, yeah, I was. That was one of the first things I saw when when Saturn came out with Guerrero, like lugs. What in the world? But yeah, like you said, uh, of course, the gimmick battle royal was a bit of a sore spot. Uh, but it was good to see the legends back. But of course, a lot of people know 
uh, that the reason why Iron Sheik won was because he uh, literally could not go over the ring. He could not go uh, um, over the top rope and onto the floor. So he's physically and he was physically uh, unable to do that. So as a result, he won the whole thing. So that was just really odd. Uh, Taker was. The biggest bull yeah. the, the clown getting, getting eliminated. Yeah, yeah. Um, TLC was fantastic. Uh, the McMahon was great. Uh, China, I remember that match between China and Ivory was so was so uh, fast. Uh, yeah. uh, but Taker and Trip was that match was amazing yeah. to me. Um, yeah, it, was, it was it was absolutely great. Taker, uh, there's been reports over the years saying that you know he. He was not happy with his physical condition at all uh, at that time. So he would have shirt. Uh, so he was wearing them denim. Wouldn't be in high yeah. all the time wearing that denim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said he was just not happy with himself physically. But uh, And in Austin and Rock, you know, it's pretty, pretty self explanatory as far as uh, uh, just the, the, the thrill uh, of that match. The match lasted almost a half an hour. Uh, and I remember, I remember back then, you know, I was, you know, there was some rumors because I, I was following the dirt sheets back then, you know, 16 years yeah. ago. Uh, and there were some rumors that Austin was uh, going to turn heel. And uh, I was like, no way, no, no way. You know, because kayfabe was alive and well for me then. It's alive and well. Well, I, I write on the sheets and and break news, but I, I'm still a I'm still a fan of kayfabe. Kayfabe is still alive for me. Um, but Austin, I, I was just like, no, there's no way he's gonna turn. And uh, they set it yeah. up well, man. It was it was good. It, it was, was it was great. And yeah. and and see, just to mention, I'm surprised you didn't mention this other song. Because on the network. If you if you go through the and it's something I just realized if you watch the network on the Xbox or uh, PlayStation three four Xbox three sixty one if you hit the right or left bumper it gives you the chapters it will say like uh, you know Kane Kane and uh, you know Kane Raven the um, Big Show Triple Threat Ross Austin and what have you on the chapter list of WrestleMania seventeen it says and Kurt Angle and singles competition. Now I thought, wait, wait a minute! I said, "Oh, Kurt Angle went against Benoit." Mm-hmm. So all it says, Kurt Angle singles competition. It's a picture of Angle going to the ring, and then if you click click it again at the end, it says Kurt Angle wins, and it's a picture of him in the ring. Now, granted, did you show Benoit, but did you not mention his name? Yeah. Um, and like I say, uh, uh, seventeen was great. Real quick, uh, inside news. Austin was just about the, um, well, he was uh, when he was in the ring doing the whole Vince thing. He was about to call off the finish. He was very, he wasn't really yep. comfortable at first of going here, so he was yeah. very close of, of turn. He was very close to telling Vince no. He was, he was going to stun Vince. Yeah. yeah, but uh, hey, mm-hmm. I, I'm actually glad. I actually enjoyed the Austin the whole Hill Austin. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was, it was good. Cool. It was a good change, you know, for that time. It didn't last long because he he wanted to become face again. But uh, yeah, the whole what chant came from Hill Austin during the invasion and all that. So it was it was a decent part of Austin. Austin wasn't a big fan of it, but uh, you know it was it was opposed uh, in hindsight. But all right, let's get to predictions for WrestleMania thirty. 
three, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be really fun. All right, so uh, the let's go to the pre-show. Um, Neville and Aries. Aries is going to win easy. I think they're going to. I think they're going to go further with it. Uh, Neville and Aries will win it eventually. Six-pack challenge for the women's championship. Who's in that again? <laughs> Liz Lynch, Natalia, Carmella, Mickey James. Oh, uh, yeah. Doesn't really matter. Uh, hopefully, Naomi can win it back, but if not, just give it to Mickey James. I mean, that's bad uh, from Break Snack. I, I I I like it. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna be excited. I like the women's division uh, on SmackDown I'm more sure. than Raw. Uh, yeah, Naomi's. I'm looking forward to Naomi's entrance. I think it's gonna be fantastic in Orlando, and it's her hometown. So I think hometown win for Naomi. Um, who wins the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale? Strowman. Oh yeah, Strowman for sure. All right, so let's do Ambrose and Corbin. Hmm. Corbin, he needs to win. Give him a place in this. Have him re- we all know the next thing we is going to be WrestleMania, the rematches. So uh, right. just, uh, have, Corbin, have Corbin win, and they can rematch with SmackDown. Um, Corbin needs to win. Ambrose doesn't. Sadly, it'll be a second straight Mania loss. He'll have a better match with Corbin. And I like both of them. We'll have a better match with Corbin. He did Brock last year. Yeah, he will. Uh, Corbin wins. All right, real quick, triple threat ladder match. Luke, uh, Gallows, Carl Anderson, Enzo Amore, or Big Cass, and Big Cass, or uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, Anderson, Gallows. I think, uh, I think the biggest guys in the room, um, how you doing, wins. Uh, Big Phil, good morning, WrestleMania. The War Women's Championship Bailey, Charlotte, uh, Sasha, Nia Jax. I mean, you gotta pick one. Yes. I, I don't think anybody really. I don't really care about the match. I mean, I would say help put on Nia Jax. She needs it. But if not, then um, I don't know. Give it to Sasha. Uh, no one cares about Bailey. She's too young. Sasha, we've seen it a thousand times. Charlotte, how many times are you gonna win it? And Nia yeah. Jax, I mean, give it to her. I mean, I think Bailey retains. I think Baylor retains. Uh, Jericho Owens. Uh, Jericho. Oh. Hmm. Owens. Uh, Shannon Styles. Styles. Styles, yes. Seth Rollins, Triple H. Ha. Triple H got it. Um, not Triple H. Triple H always loses when he's a thief. He puts the guys over. Um, Except for Sting. Um, I said Triple not, H for the help of Samoa Joe. Oh, man. Uh, uh, mixed tag match. Um, yes. Cena and uh, No, 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 no. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Cena and Nikki Bella win. Then Miz and Maurice get their revenge on SmackDown. Give Cena a reason to be out. Captain okay, Four yeah, Kids and his forever girlfriend. Cedar proposes. Yes. Um, take your reins. Oh no, we'll say, let's say that's uh-huh. for last. Uh, Goldberg and uh, Lesnar. Uh, 
match would be under five minutes. Brock Lesnar is going to win. They hit the side knees. Brock Lesnar on the ball after me is going to be presented with the new Universal title. Uh, Brock Lesnar wins. Wyatt and Orton. Uh, all the, the losers are going to be the fans, but uh, oh, Randy Orton is going to win. Sadly, Bray's going to lose. Yeah, I think so too. Taker Reigns. Uh, funny to me, just to me, man. I'll take her. Uh, 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 this is a tough one, man. I'll take Taker. Uh, but uh, if, if Reigns wins, hey, have him, have him, have Reigns go eight crazy on Taker. Get the hell out. He's a crap out of him. But uh, I'll take Taker. I say Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. Uh, we. We're, we're we're heading out, man. You'll be there Friday. I'll be there Thursday. Uh, real quick, uh, yeah. I'll take twenty seconds. I let the listeners know uh, where to find you and where to find you this week. Thank you everybody for listening to Pancakes and Pie Sanders. Evan, Tap Pro, Under the Man Radio. Check us out on Blog Talk Radio, backslash Under the Man Radio, or YouTube page, Under the Man Radio. Please subscribe to it. Twitter, at Tech underscore UTMR, and Facebook, Under the Man Radio. We just did a show earlier today. Please check it out. We'll do a show tomorrow about the date, about Iron Fist, and of course, WrestleMania moments. That's the worst media every day, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Awesome. All right, follow at Crave Wrestling on Twitter. Follow at Crave Wrestling on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, Thursday, uh, WrestleCon kickoff show with Sting, JR, and Flair. WrestleMania Access on Thursday. Friday, uh, podcast. Friday, Hall of Fame. Saturday, uh, I will be at the Click q and I'll be at ROH. I'll be at Shenanigans. Sunday, uh, I'll be at WrestleMania. So, WrestleMania. Crave Wrestling will be all over Orlando. Make it in happen, yes. ladies Cinnamon. Looking forward to it. Uh, send a message on Crave Wrestling. Let us know that you're there. Take some pictures. Uh, I'll put it on the I'll put it on the Facebook site. Let's have some fun, ladies and gentlemen. This is it. This is the last Crave Wrestling Paracase Power Slam show before WrestleMania. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank John Morrison, Johnny Mundo on the show. Of course, I want to thank Evan Tech out under Matt Radio and this is WrestleMania week, ladies and gentlemen. So let's have some fun. Let us know where you're at, and uh, we'll hopefully we can connect on the weekend and take some pictures. And, and uh, this is going to be great, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, God bless you all. Enjoy your week of wrestling. Have fun at WrestleMania. Be safe. Auspicious University Apparel. Go on Facebook. Boone the Bounty Hunter. Go check it out. Marty Elias. Go give him some love. God bless you all. Have a good night. Enjoy WrestleMania. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.